0: Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday,
1: I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. Andrew McCarr, IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. And I've got to say, I'm over the moon, and my usual catchphrase, delighted to be joined by Kieran Farrell. Kieran, first and foremost, how's things, mate? I want to tell you the reason why I wanted to get you and do an interview with you, but first and foremost, how's life? How are you getting
0: on? Yeah, hey, you know what? To be honest, I'm I'm flying at the minute. Um, uh, Everything's good. You know, everything's good. Um, Like, uh, I'm in full health. I'm good. You know what I mean. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm just flying, mate. I'm just. Uh, bit bit busier, busier than ever. Um, and uh, I've, like I say, I've just sort of. Uh, I've been trying to use the pandemic the best as I can to try and push myself out
1: there and get myself, my lads out there
0: and get my fighters fighting. And that's what I've been doing.
1: And that's one of the, one of the reasons why I wanted to get get you on the channel and have a chat with you. But I kind of want to. I think you've got an interesting story because. For me, I've been a boxing fan for years, and I, I, I know your story and what's behind it. But new, new young kids that are coming through might not know who Kieran Farrell is. So you're an ex-professional yeah. fighter. You were undefeated. Yeah. You got your English title fight with Anthony Crawler. But before we go into that, the, the, the final fight of your career, now just tell me about your professional career yeah. and, and the reason why you got into boxing as a kid.
0: Yeah, well, I'll be honest. I, I started boxing when I was seven years old, Andy, and. Um, uh, I, I I I just love the fight. You know what I mean. And um, that's basically it. I I, I love the fight. Uh, well, boxing. I was in the gym with a man. when I was eight year old, um, and he was a bit older than me. He used to get in and jump about. Was and we started. I started getting good and not no not actually knowing that I was getting good. You know what I mean. So then when I got to age fifteen and I got dedicated, I went to Borsha boxing club and um, I got really dedicated there and um, yeah, I started beating everyone. I beat um. I beat I I won my last fifteen amateur fights. I beat uh, Michael Conlon. Um, I dropped him twice with body shots. Um, I beat everyone, mate, and uh, I won the junior ABAs. a um, uh, uh, box for England, and um, yeah, I think I think I stopped like t- seven or eight of my last ten opponents. Um, then I was age eighteen, and I got overlooked for a competition for the internationals. And I thought that's me. I'm going to a turn pro. So then I turned pro uh one fourteen on of bounce dead dead quick, in quick succession. I was only a pro for three years and then they were fighting Anthony Crowler age it just turned age it just turned age twenty two. So um got in there and uh like I say um I, I I've got no um no um what's it called? Um I I'll do it all again. I'll yeah. do it all again mate. I'll do it all again.
1: Well let's let's talk about the, the Anthony Crawler fight. I mean it was for the, the was it the vacant English title back at the back in the time was it?
0: You know what, you know what, mate? It was mad because, like, at the time, me and Anthony Crawler were fighting for the vacant English uh, and Martin Geffen were fighting um, Ben Murphy for the vacant British. But the fight was me and Crawler that uh, should have been well, like, put forward for that British title, like, a bit more. But it is what it is. Like, um, it was for the English title and um, it was a top fight. And you know what? It was war, mate. It was war.
1: Let's talk about it. It was a a war, man. It went went the distance and stuff like that. When you normally get two Mancunians going at at it, then you're you're probably dead. It's like when you get two Celtic fights, when you get an Irishman and a Scotsman two people going at it. It's like the Manics and the Scousers and stuff like that. When you get two of your own going at it, there's nothing that's going to be a war. But going back to that fight itself, obviously that was the last fight of your career, but we will go into the injury and hopefully you can break that down for me. But When you were in the ring, how confident were you going up against somebody like Anthony Crawler going into that? Oh mate,
0: I I will I'll tell you no, like I I I would have got in with Floyd Mayweather that night. It did it, it doesn't it doesn't matter to me. And uh, I I recently seen a video of Floyd Mayweather saying that if you if you're a fighter and you're in this room and you don't believe you're the best, you need to get out of the room or or pack the boxing in because it's not for you. And and I'll be honest, obviously I've won a lot. Like from since I got dedicated to boxing at age fifteen. I think I only got beat once, and when I was 16, and then after that, I never got beat again. I turned professional age 18, uh, won 14 on a bounce. I, I just felt untouchable, and and I didn't think I could I could fall, I could walk through everyone, and that's the truth. And uh, Anthony Crawler was like my little stepping stone to bigger things. And um, everyone, I it was I was um, interviewed on Las Vegas radio shows, um, to calling me the Brandon Rios of the UK, and and I thought, mate, I'm gonna walk through everyone. I'm just too big. I'm too strong. I'm gonna knock everyone out, basically, and 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 I was young, um, and I, I needed held him back, and I needed um, uh, t- t- saying saying, "Look, oh, chill out, just knock a few more bums over, if you will, and you 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 will get there." But no one ever did that with me, so um, I was wanted to fight the best. I seen Mike Tyson, age 21, world champion. I thought I need to be world champion, age 21. So I was age 21, Central area champion. and end up getting myself an English title fight with Crawler. And I'm thinking, mate. Well, I'm going to take care of him, and then then who's next? Terry Matthews. Who's next? Um, Ricky Burns. Who could it be? You know what I mean? I wanted to fight everyone, mate.
1: But you 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 were game as a pebble. You 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 really were. Do you know what yeah. I mean? That that's testament to to. I guess it's testament to where you are yeah. today as a manager and a prom- promoter. Do you know what I mean? You're, you're you work hard for your fight, yeah. and you know what I mean. And I, I've seen that. But I want to stay on the qualifier fight and stuff like that because it was you did suffer a, a horrific yeah. injury in in that fight. But yeah. for you, was it? Was it di- was it difficult for you to cause you were bigged up to be the the bread rears for the UK, you wanted to be a world champion, like how difficult it was for you? And I'd hope you don't mind me asking this question, but how difficult was it no, no. to sort of like hang up the gloves at such a young age yeah, after the crawl? You know the- what,
0: mate? I'll be honest. I'll be honest, like it it, it was um I'm not too sure now on the date of when Ricky Atten had his last fight. I think I'm sure it was November twenty twelve and like, I'm sure it was a uh, money fought at Senchenko, it and yeah. I just felt like um, I felt like I, I don't know. I have seen a lot of similarities. Obviously, I, I was I, I was I'm Ricky Atten's friend, and he promoted me and managed me for a while and uh, and, and helped coach me. And um, uh, and I thought I just can't hang him up. I just can't hang him up. You know what I mean? And and I'll be I'll be deadly honest. Like with the um, with the uh, all, all all the people who, who are viewing this, I actually tried to apply for an Irish license a year later, uh, I felt like I was all right. And it was um, Mel Crystal. And he said, look, Kieran, you've had a good career. You've had a better, uh, like, the horrific injury. I just couldn't see that. I couldn't, why I couldn't box. I'm like, but I'm all right. Oh, you know what I mean? And uh, that was just testament to my own fitness. I used to run eight miles every day. And that's why I recovered so well. I was young. And um, obviously, um, I I recovered... uh, I, I recovered quite rapidly and, and, and to be honest, and uh, when I look back at like 2013 now, obviously I fought crawl or December, tw- uh, December 7th, 2012 and then I, I was in uh, intensive care for a couple of weeks and then I come out and I just got Christmas through and I couldn't walk for eight weeks, I couldn't walk for 10 weeks, I, I was in my bed, I was bed bound um, and, um, I, I was, I was very slow mate and uh, if I look back at interviews or anything from that day, um, I, were, I was slow, I was talking slow and i I've, uh, I've sped up a lot since, mate, you know what I mean? And uh, I, there's no stopping me now, you know what I mean? Like you say, with the promoting and managing, that's what I'm doing now. I'm promoting, managing and coaching fighters. And um uh, the, I, I just think the sky's the limit. And I've always had the same attitude. Like I said to the, uh, the lads today who signed up, like, look, I want you to say you want to be a world champion. You need to have that ambition because... You like I say, like it's like ever like said, you are in the wrong sport otherwise, you know what I mean? You need to you need to want it to get to the top. And uh, even if you fall short a little like I did, then at least you'll achieve quite a lot, you know what I mean? So um you keep you gotta keep aiming to the top.
1: Definitely, mate. But go you and Crawler are obviously good friends. I, I've spoken to Crawler on numerous yeah. agents and he sort of he sort of says that sort of thing, that that, that night was one of the toughest yeah. nights for him in boxing uh about yeah. And stuff like that. But
0: you and Crawler, you're still best buddies and and stuff like that to this day. Yeah, you? yeah. No, look, I'll be honest. I, I saw what, when I was 17, Andy Crawler was an unbeaten professional. Uh, I probably would have been right. you would have been 21, 22 then. So he was a few years older than me. Hadn't and um, he came to watch me fight, and I was buzzing me. He comes to watch me at Everton Park in the Junior ABA National Finals, and I was buzzing. I was like, oh my god, Andy Crawler's come to watch me fight, and I, I actually won by knockout when I won the national title. Um. It's Aaron Selden in the second round who was a schoolboy champion, and um, I, our our buzzing, mate, because uh, then, then when obviously it's like when you see like um your uh, your Sasha Jonas and stuff like that about the uh, uh, and Terry Harper's who who were mm. fighting him, um, where they say um to turn your idols into your rivals, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a little bit like that. It was a little bit like that back in the day, you know. Um, obviously, I, I looked up to anna and then to be um, to get in the position to fight him uh, so so young and early, um, that's what it was. And and for the seven week or fighting him, I want I wanted to kill him, mate. You know what I mean? That's just the way I was. You know what I mean? I wanted to rip his head off his shoulders. You know what I mean? But then obviously, um, after the fight, if it didn't happen to me, the, the brain injury, or it did happen to me, uh, I was always going to be friends anyway, mate. It's not. It's it. That's just the the, the bad side of the business. And what happened to me? you never would have guessed it, mate, you know what I mean? Like, it, it, it was just what it is, you know what I mean? Um, and in in hindsight, I would have done everything exactly the same as I did it, you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, definitely. And like I say, your sort of ambition when you were a fighter and the way you 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 approached a fight, I saw you, I kind of get the feeling now that you're, you're bringing that into your management and your promotional side of things because I see how you yeah. really work. I mean, you don't pester me, but as soon as you get a fighter signed, like boom, Andrew, can you? It's it's the ambition that you've got to get your young fighters out there, which I love to see. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. That's why I kind of yeah, want well, to you because I want to know if that that's that same passion that you had as a fighter. Do you still have that passion now that you're the manager and the promoter?
0: Oh, well, mate, I've got I've got it more. I've got it more. I'll be honest. Like when I had the, the bleed on the brain, my my brother, obviously Nathan, he's boxing now as well. He's free and all, but. He, he he got very depressed and he couldn't watch boxing. And I was sat there. I remember what sat there watching. I think it was ESPN. Yeah, I was sat there watching some ESPN. It could have been Deontay Wilder or anyone early back in the day. And and they were and, and they were there was like some bad knockouts and that. And I, and everyone was squinting at it. I, I walk it. I can't turn away. He couldn't watch it. Mm. Whereas I was like dead chuff. Like that's a really good knockout. You know what I mean? i sat on my bed with my iPad and. Uh, Thinking that, oh, watching these knockouts, thinking, oh, I, I loved it even more, mate. It's like, it's like when something, like, when when you can't have something but you really want it, like you love it more. And uh, I'll be honest, like the, the the work what I do now, like obviously, um, uh, I, I was doing a lot of work with uh, the schools when I first come out of the uh, when I opened the gym. I started uh, training a lot of like deprived schools and stuff like that, and um, yeah. I, I, I've done loads of work with them, and and, and I've seen like the, the kids winning and stuff. I had one kid beat Tommy Fury, Brad O'Connell beat Tommy Fury, and it was massive, mate. And it, it just, you know, it, it, it boxing changes lives. You know what I mean? It changes lives, and um, it, it it definitely has the gyms like the gym my gym there. It's it's changing lives all the time. You know what I mean? And uh, like even the young uh young Amy Timlin, she's um. Obviously, she's going to box for the Commonwealth title again in the rematch this summer. She's uh, living at my mum's house at the bottom of the street from the gym. And um, it's changed her life, mate. The gym has changed her life. She loves the gym, you know what I mean? And uh, it, it is for all the fighters. Like, the fighters, there's not one fighter who's ever come to the gym and thought, I'm getting bored of this. It's just it's just fun, you know what I mean? So um,
1: it's good. That's the thing. This was that old saying that uh, if you enjoy what you do, you'll never work a day in your life sort of thing? Like, this, this yeah. is important a yeah. is passion, isn't it?
0: Hundred percent. Look, at I'll be honest. Uh, and uh, the way I work is like, because I do, I do like private training with like um. Anyway, I do, I do it with anyone really. I do it with four uh, four year old kids and stuff like that. You know what I mean? So I mean, from Kaden, from you're,
1: you're from Caden as well, young Caden. Yeah, Caden, yeah. K-
0: mate. Caden's Caden's gonna be a world champion. I'm telling you, he's a very good fighter. Mm-hmm. there's little Rihanna DeForo as well. she had been up. Like, we actually went to Barcelona, didn't we, last week? Mm-hmm. Rihanna DeForo is a WBC ambassador, so she was exempt. She gets to come over with us, yeah. And uh, I ended up taking her to a gym in Barcelona. Um, and a uh, dad was a dad drove us over there, obviously with Brian Rose fighting and that. And uh, we went into oh my god, we went into a, 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 a underground gym. Yeah, so we went underground down. Uh, the called the Gallego Prada gym. Yeah, so we went down these steps and we're thinking that uh, it's a bit. It was a bit rough, mate. Yeah, and, um, and we, we I organised sparring for Rihanna. But she's only 13-year-old. She never actually had a fight. She had two skills, but She not actually had a fight and obviously the pandemic and that. But I believe she's very good, mate. And she trains so hard. She's super dedicated. Anyway, what happened is we went down, downstairs, you warm up and you're like, right, is your, your girl ready, care? And like that? So we got rid. She was found this 18-year-old elite. Yeah? And I'm thinking, oh, I, I, I would were, I were nearly bail you out. I'm thinking, <laughs> nah, I've, I've gone too far this time, mate. I've gone too far. This is child abuse. You can't do this, you know what I <laughs> mean? Then I turned around and looked at Liam, my dad. And Lean was like giving me like the the thumbs up. I'm like, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so anyway, she got in there, and she, she, to be fair, mate, she 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 held her own, and she like she got the like, I'd say she got the better of the bar, and um, she was very good, mate. And um, it's it's like I said to her dad, I said, look, that 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 experience, like it might you put that down as fifty bouts over here, you know what I mean? Because um, it, it's good, but like that's that that little moment is going to change her life now because she's going to kick on from there, and you know um. Yeah, it's it's good, mate. You know what I mean? It's very good. I love boxing. I, I, I love it. I, I, I can't even know it. Even though it nearly ended my life, it's it sort of is my life. You know what I mean? And uh, I I I I feel like my life is all to boxing. Even though boxing, I don't know, mate. I, like people would say boxing owes me something, but it doesn't owe me nothing, mate. Uh, boxing's the that that I I love boxing, and that's that's one thing what um I'll always stand by. You know what I
1: mean? Yeah, I'm the same. I I've got, I love the sport and, and I find, I consider myself lucky that I get to do what I do. I get to travel the world, speak to boxers, speak to fighters and it, it's, a, it's a passion of mine and I can feel the passion from you as well. So the question is, I don't want to put you on the spot, but I know your brother, your brother's a skillful self-paw. Um, yes. Yeah, you know what I mean? He's a talented young fighter. I can remember watching him fight. I think it was a crawl yeah. fight. Was he, was he fighting yeah. Yeah, yeah. back then? Yeah, yeah. Back, you know, two years ago, I think. Um, two years ago, November, but for you, you're, you've got a young stable of fighters. But who stands out for you then? Who stands out for you that's going to be that world champion? Be, it'd be, it'd be, it would be so unfair for me to to
0: um, to pick a certain fighter. Mm-hmm. But you know, like it's like Ben Ridings, who was up against um, Jess Smith in, in November. Ben Ridings fought Jess Smith. It, we, we come out of COVID. So we come out of. We both got COVID. At, uh, we were meant to be in the boxer competition and we only really ch- trained for Zach Celli because we thought he's the man to be. And as I was right, he ended up winning it. So uh, we both had COVID. Uh, I actually had no effects. I was all right. But Ben actually couldn't taste anything or he couldn't, he couldn't hardly breathe. And that. Anyway, I ended up getting I went on the phone to match room and I said, look, uh, I've got Ben Ryan. He's been sparring, up sparring Col Smith, obviously in preparation for the Canelo bout. Um, and they went, we want to put a British fight on them. Like, put Ben Rydings' name forward. And they said, like, what about Jez Smith? I said, let's do it. So, anyway, Ben Ridings is a—he's called the machine. He trains so hard, mate. And you was, know, even in, though we got beat. I
1: was in Garger's gym when I saw him
0: spark Alan. I yeah. Was... I, and you know what? You know what? I'll be honest. He, he, he's up there. He's up there. Um, what day is it? Saturday. He's up there on um, uh, Monday. Again, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. He's going to be sparring with uh, Marcus. In um, preparation for Marcus's bout with Chris Eubank Jr. and um, Ben's a workhorse, and it'd be unfair for me to start pointing out who, yeah. who went uh, what and when because then I've got Conor Lynch, who's six on you know, my brother. My brother's super skillful, and it. And I'll be honest. Um, and uh, all, all, all the fighters do is need a break. So, all they they need that break, and obviously, they've got me pushing for them all the time, which is a good thing, and that's what young fighters need. And like Sean Yaxley today and Jerome Warburton, who've come up to the gym, that when they get that break, mate, they should be ready. And uh, I've told them what I expect from them as well is that I want them in the gym all the time, I don't want them blooming up to 13 stone, that's no good, you know what I mean? You need to stay in the gym. And uh, I've been uh, obviously, I went out to uh, Spain with Brian Rose, we got him a fight. He's got a massive fight coming up. I can't announce anything yet, uh, it's uh, massive, mate. And, nah, no kidding. Mate, it's massive. <laughs> mate, it's massive. We're getting on a plane somewhere else and we're going to, we're going to, we're going to try and upset the odds, mate, and that's what it's about. And you know what, Um, I'll speak to you off air about it, though, Andy, uh, you know what I mean? Yep. But it's massive, mate, and um, all the lads see this, you know what I mean? And um, I've got, I've got connections now in Spain, uh, obviously with Ricky Powell over there, he's helped me out massively, Um and Ricky um, uh, has introduced me to a couple of promoters over there. So we're going to be doing a, uh, I'm going to announce it now a bit of an exclusive for iPhone London TV that we're going to be uh, doing uh, a show in Spain during the 19th in Barcelona. Um, it's a uh, vicious promotions in association with team soul, uh, Ricky Powell. We're going over there, mate. Yes. And, and, and the iPhone London's coming with us. I'll sort you the flights out. Don't you worry. That's it. Look, that's if we have to, that's if we can fly, because if not, we're, getting a, we're going to be driving again, mate. It's as simple as that. I
1: mean, we've yeah, got to do what we've got to do. Is exactly. that, we've got to do it. If I can get over there, you know I'll get over there without a shadow of a doubt. Yeah, 100%, 100%. Well, look, uh, like I say,
0: with Brian Rose, we couldn't fly out. So the loophole was let's drive down the Tunnel. We drove 24 hours there, uh, 24 hours back. He got his win. And now he's got a massive fight coming up. And um, I can't wait uh, to announce that, mate. It's a, uh, the, the next level stuff mate so yeah we keep
1: pushing ourselves yeah listen kieran listen as soon as that fight is announced i'll, I'll get you and brian on on a zoom call again we'll try and we'll talk about it but i want, I want to just say you know so vicious promotions as, as you call i can see you, you've got the t-shirt on on there vicious yeah. Promotions. yeah your dream was to become a world champion but what would it mean to you to have one of your own fighters that you've brought through from that grassroots way it means more it, it it means so much more to
0: me. I'll be honest, like it means so much more to me. It's like, I've boxing is a selfish game and I didn't, like, I mean, it's unfair for me to say, but I was a nasty little piece of work, you know what I mean? Like when I was dieting and that, I'd stab you with my fork if you tried touching my plate, you know what I mean? And and I, and, I just, I just, um, I didn't want to be that person because I'm actually a really nice person. I remember saying to my brother, one day uh, he said, I'm going to come and do some bag work. And I thought, oh yeah, is, that, is it just that easy? Is it is it that easy? Is it You're just going to mm-hmm. come and turn up and just do some bag work? And I thought, what am I starting running for? You know what I mean? So for me to, to, to be able to take one of these fighters who are managing now to take them to the top, mate, um, it, it means so much more to me than for me. to. Do it. I don't want to do it for me. It's like, uh, Amy Timmons fight, Amy Timmons fight. What nobody knows is that I actually, um, uh, put a lot of money into that fight for, her. um, we got the opportunity, and uh, Dave Cole got the opportunity for us. Uh, he's managing uh, Amy, and I'm coaching her. And I put um, uh, Amy with Dave because I know I, I know that Dave's a good guy, and he managed me. And um, I knew that I could get her that opportunity. With obviously women's boxing being so big at the minute, and he, 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 we watched it called. Um, I, I, I got my own sponsors to fund that fight, we got it out there, and I'm like, I was, I was, I was, I've never took a penny from any like, for most of my fighters. They'll tell you, I've not took a pe- like a penny from most of them. I'm not asked about the money, you know what I mean? It sounds daft, but it's a business. I know it's a business, but look, the money will come when we get one of them little eight-year-old kids to turn into the next Katie Taylor or the next Anthony Joshua. That's when the money comes. But for, for now, I'm just happy living the experiences of these fights and that and um, and, and being able to get by in life, you know what I mean? That like, look uh, going over to Spain and that that experience, what we had. It was it was seconds and none, you know. like you couldn't you couldn't write it, mate. We drove to Barcelona, and he had a fight and come back. And it's mad, you know what I mean? But I love it, you know. It, it's just it's just part of the story, you know what I mean? So it's good.
1: Definitely, mate. I like you can. You, I can actually feel the passion that you've got for the sport. But for, for you and vicious promotions and, and stuff like that. Finally, before I let like, you go in and spend the rest of your evening with, with another yeah. cup of tea, there. Um, yeah. For you, <laughs> What's your ambition? <laughs> What's your ambitions for for, for vicious promotions uh, at this moment in time? I know it's it, it, unbelievable, mate. Sorry.
0: Well, uh, yeah, it's just uh, I mean, at the minute, obviously, I'm going to take it to Spain, so I'm going to take it to another 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 uh, like another another country. Like, I'm going to take it to Spain next. Um, I've got uh, a show lined up for I don't think the show is going to be back till around about September. The small shows, and that might be lucky if I can say that, you know what I mean. So, I mean, we're looking at doing Blackpool in uh, September. I've actually got another signing to do tomorrow, which is um, who uh, was the official the official sparring partner for uh, Callum Smith uh, when he fought Canelo. When it's Will Golder from Blackpool, um, I want to put that out there now because obviously we're on a big platform. Will Goldie, I've signed Will Goldie up, uh, he's from Blackpool. He's a likable lad. He's done the glory um, kickboxing and um, MMA and all that. He's a very good fighter, mate. He, he, he went there and I'll be honest, it took him to spar with Calvin Smith, and I was so surprised, mate. I thought he's a he's an accident waiting to happen. They we were walking in, just walking in, unloading big shots, taking big shots, and I thought, wow, mate, you're gonna get knocked out. And I actually said to Ed Harrison, who was a, who brought him up, and said to me, he can fight. I Said to Ed, I went, Oh, he's going to get knocked out. I, I, it's sad to see this, you know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, he did so well, mate. He did so well, and Joe invited him back again, invited him back again, invited him back again. So, he with the official spying partner for the Canelo fighting, um, yeah, he can fight. So, um, I would like to announce that, and um, we'll get him out in September, hopefully. And, um, like I say, because I got the Welsh lads as well, we'll mm-hmm. take it to Wales in um, November, hopefully, and um. We'll just keep doing, living these good, great experiences, mate, and, and doing big things. And maybe I don't know. In the future, we'll have a couple of world champions.
1: Well, Kieran, listen, I've I, nothing but respect for you, my man, and I hope I really wish you nothing but the best. And I'm sure everything that you, you're you're thriving for it will happen because, I, listen, you're probably one of the hardest men I know in boxing right now at this moment in time, especially with the pandemic that's going on. And, and stuff like that so like I said I won't keep you much time, much more of your time but thank you so much for sharing your yep. story and uh, spending some time with me so uh, mate I appreciate that man and uh, have a good evening my man and no doubt I'll speak to you soon
0: yeah top man Andy thank you thank you for the time, mate. I appreciate
1: it top man any time brother any time thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast sponsored by William Hill in association with Lonsdale MTK Global